you smoke cannabis for personal comfort or medicine and have kids, this is important and you should listen up. So this new law that just passed in California gives more protections to parents. It's a huge leap forward, in my opinion, and a stepping stone for other states to hopefully follow someday. Because let's face it, cannabis is far better than alcohol on so many levels. Now, today's main headline is this one right here. As you see, uh, the governor of California, I call him Mr. Hairgel, uh, passed this bill on Tuesday. And uh, it's kind of a big deal. You know, sometimes he gets it right. Sometimes he doesn't. I mean, this next thing that he was also involved in, as you see here, he vetoes safe drug use program in California. And it's up for debate. Was that a good decision? Was it a bad decision? Um, and uh, some of his own words, you know, there's some quotes in there that um, I can share with you as well. Uh, the reality is, is that... Um, many people don't even know what these safe drug use programs are or that they even exist in other parts of the world. Welcome. I'm your host, Mike. And every week I come on here and talk about things that are important to me. Hopefully you find it of value as well. Today's Daily Dose is partly brought to you by Grassdoor.com, cannabis delivery made simple at your door in 45 minutes or less. And you can save 40% now if you use the code daily at checkout. Now, as you see here, this bill that was passed, it was passed on Tuesday. It includes provisions mandating that social workers who are called to investigate child welfare handle parental cannabis use in the same way they do for alcohol. What this pretty much means is that there's finally some more acceptance. I mean, California has had medical cannabis since 1995. And, of course, we didn't see uh, dispensaries on every corner like we do today until, um, until today. But for it to have taken 25 years plus, you know, 27 years uh, for, a, uh, for our state government to make such a change in the law is kind of ridiculous, especially when we know how much more damage alcohol does uh, to people, to families, to children. Now, moving on to the main headline here. So these are facilities designed for people who want to use street drugs, but gives them a, a safe place to do it. There's a medical team on site who can resuscitate people. And there aren't many of these, but it turns out California decided it does not want uh, such safe places, uh, whether it's good or bad. And there's definitely some quotes by the governor in the article, which we're going to cover. The point here is that uh, we have a heroin problem in this country, opioids, now fentanyl, which is being found in things that it should not be like cannabis. Um, and I initially heard about this story on NPR and they had a guest on who uses fentanyl who's been to these safe places and has overdosed multiple times there, and they have been able to resuscitate him time after time. Now, let me get my unruly beard out of your face and share the screen with you. So as you see here, Gavin Newsom vetoes safe drug use program in California. This is the main headline for today. Lawmakers approved a bill allowing clinics where people could use street drugs under medical supervision to reduce the risk of overdoses. 
Now, the governor argues that it could make things worse. As we hop over here, see Mr. Hairgel. Some some of his reasons I can't really, I can't ignore. Um, and they should be things to consider. So he vetoed the measure late Monday that would have allowed the creation of a safe drug consumption site in three major cities. I'm assuming Los Angeles um, and maybe San Francisco, maybe even Sacramento. Who knows? Three major cities. Those are kind of it. In, uh, in a public message explaining his veto, um, he suggested that the clinics might actually encourage illegal drug use. Worsening drug consumption challenges is not the risk we want to take. And so on and so forth. We have another one here. We don't need a working group or additional dialogue or study when it comes to safe consumption sites, said Democratic State Senator Scott Weiner, the bill's primary sponsor, who represents San Francisco, where one of the clinics have been located. So there's already one there. Interesting. Um, I don't know if this bill is going to come back in another form, but the reality is, the reality is that uh, we may and could potentially use something like this, but at the same time, why not, you know, approach it with um, with wanting to help people heal. I'm going to be having uh, a guest on in a, in about a week or so. They uh, they are talk therapists, and um, you know, I'm going to pick their brain as to like what they may have seen over the years of uh, speaking with people. Uh, what are some of these common triggers for drug abuse? No, I should say drug use and then drug abuse at some point, um, whether it's immediate or over a long period of time. But trying to understand like why do we continue to see um, these behaviors in people? There was an interesting uh study done on, I think, uh, rats or mice in the 70s, I believe. And I don't really remember, but it's easy to look up if you're curious. But um, it was a simple study. They put uh, water on one side and then cocaine lace water on the other. Uh, the mice did not want regular water by the end of this, uh, by the end of this study. And I believe, I think... Um, they all got really depressed and may have even died. There was another scientist who came along and said, wait a minute, that's wrong. Um, and he was basing it on the fact of like how mice actually interact with their environments too. This is a really famous study, by the way, and it's worth looking up yourself. The, he decided, why not give them a better and more enjoyable environment rather than just a tiny box with a hamster wheel or something. And with that, they did the same study. Cocaine lace water one side, regular water on the other side, put other mice in there to interact with, fun things to do, uh, things that mice do, whatever they do. But at the end of the study, they saw that none of them, they, they all tried it, but none of them returned back to it. They I want to say instinctively knew that they didn't want that. 
which is mind blowing, uh, mind blowingly positive. Like it's, it's, it, sh- it should show us something. Um, in this instance, it, it shows me that if mice react, uh, react this way, when stressed and put into an environment that's depressing and uh, difficult to live in, that of course they will abuse something if available. Does that kind of ring a bell in our society? Well, it should, because that's very much like how we live day in and day out, stressed, overly stimulated from news and entertainment and desires and wants and hungers. So what do you guys think? Leave them down below and I'll catch you guys in the next one. Thank you.